Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Cool. It is Follow the Money here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard. Uh, Super Bowl week is officially upon us, and we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. This segment is presented by 1-800-Flowers.com, DraftKings official flowers for Valentine's Day. And we are loaded today. A lot to get into, obviously, with the big game now, less than a week away. Great guests, including Lufi Nicaro. He's going to tell us why he doesn't mind betting teasers in the NFL with totals. Uh, Josh Applebaum on uh, the show today, Michael Lombardi, and Mike Samich a little bit later on today as well. Paulie, I go back good 15, not even 10, 15, 20 years ago. And uh, this week was an impossibility. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I will never not be amazed that it's actually coming here. And this is the official week now for it. I would have lost everything I had a decade ago. If you told me and wanted to make a bet that the, that the Super Bowl would eventually come to Las Vegas, I would have said you're out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Now, how much do you want to bet? Million to one shot. Uh, yeah, it really Easy. was. Easy. I've only been to a couple of Super Bowls. You've been to more, uh, a lot more than I have. But the, the relationship between Las Vegas and the NFL was horrendous. I mean, you, your uh, colleague at the time, well, they wouldn't even let him ask a question uh, when you met with Tagliabue and they were taking questions from the media, how bad it was. And then you wouldn't even take an ad from Las Vegas. We'll get to the Romo thing in a second. But we've lived here for 24, 24 years to think we would have a team. And now that it's the week of the Super Bowl and the game is here, it is miraculous what happened. And I know Tony Rizzo, our guy Friday, brought up uh, what happened in 2007. Well, that wasn't Las Vegas's fault, what happened with All-Star Week. That was just people that came to town wanting to cause trouble, and no one could see that coming. But but this is just staggering what's happened because you had Tagliabue, who was afraid of a scandal, and in 2012, Goodell said, we don't want to be associated in any way with gambling and it's bad for our sport and we don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, this goes back to the early and mid 2000s when eventually it came out that the NFL put the kibosh on all spots in Las Vegas that were offering the Super Bowl like in a sports book like this or in a ballroom if it was on a TV larger than 55 inches and they were charging the NFL said, "Nope. That's done. Can't do it. It's in our we have the 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 laws right here, the rules that we have." implemented and you're uh, you're breaking those rules that we have and they also said that we're not going to accept las vegas ad dollars during the super bowl and that's when eventually the what happens in las vegas stays here took off and it was like wildfire and uh, became such a big thing but my yeah when we traveled to the super bowl and tagliabu was still the uh, commissioner friend of mine at the time asked the question about turning down super bowl ads it was a great question and tagliabu was completely rattled, and he compared it to Prohibition, and it was one of the silliest answers I've ever heard in my entire life. The next year, show up again. You got to raise your hand. Where are you from, Las Vegas? Oh, funny, the mic never came around again. <laughs> Las Vegas-based yeah. media not allowed to ask the commissioner of the NFL any more questions. 
So they were running around giving the microphone to everybody else, but they mm-hmm. avoided us like it was the plague. Yeah. David Purdom did a great job, ESPN.com, writing an article on the relationship and how things have changed going back. And that iconic ad, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. They wouldn't run in 2002, but they ran it locally. Uh, and it became a, be one of the best ads ever. And even Laura Bush was on The Tonight Show and referenced it when she was on. Another guy who deserves a lot of credit is Jay, other than the mayor, Oscar Goodman, is uh, Jay Cornegay, who's still at the Westgate, that he met with all the heads of all the officials of the various sports. And they also came in the back room for March Madness and other events and, and telling them, we don't want to take wagers on events that are predetermined. So it opened their eyes once they did research homework and went in the back room and saw how these odds makers move numbers, what they do in the back room. They also came out from March Madness and saw the viewing party and the success with that. And I think that was a turning point as well. But between the hit show Las Vegas on NBC, we won't even, you can't even run ads promoting your own TV show. The Romo convention, fantasy football in 2015, which was canceled because you didn't, he wasn't even in a casino at that time. I think that was week of, by the way. Yeah, good point. Here you had, yeah. And fantasy football has been, I mean, enormous for a long, long time. So this is not even 10 years ago. And Tony Romo was the face of that event going on. And yeah, you're right. At a non-gaming property in town. Mm-hmm. And it was the week of, and the, the people who had planned trips out here for who knows how long in advance to come and be a part of that. You got to book your airfare, your hotel, you know, the whole deal. And then basically that week, nope, sorry, Tony Romo cannot, this has got, we're going to put the ax on this as well. You thought you're going to be traveling from all over the country oh, and maybe the world to be a part of it, but nah, have uh-huh. fun in Las Vegas. Just, it can't be anything fantasy related. Like the week of? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's still stunning that, that uh, the, uh, the, the 180 here with the relationship. And in 2017, the league fined players who participated in an off season made for TV arm wrestling contest at a nightclub in a Vegas casino weeks after the Raiders announced they were coming to town. So, between all this, this is why, to me, it's staggering, and maybe higher than a million to one shot that this has happened and how the relationship was so bad in the 24 years we've lived here, and now not only do we have a team, but we have a Super Bowl. Well, funny how money speaks, right? Yeah, and now it's legal in 38 states with legalized sports betting. And they're going to get a bunch of money from sports books across the country and be like, okay, now we're... Uh... But here's the funny thing. Uh, for those of you who don't know this, the teams, they are reportedly staying at Lake Las Vegas, which is about, you know, 30 to 45 minutes outside, depending on traffic to get out there. It's a beautiful spot. Um, a lot of people have never heard of it, but there's, there isn't a casino out there. So the closest one that would be a big, big property would probably be like a 15 minute drive to Green Valley Ranch, but they're deathly afraid of these players being involved. Like they don't want them up there. They arrived last night in town. The last thing the league wants is for Patrick Mahomes to be out playing craps at the Cosmo at two o'clock in the morning. Like they would do that anyway. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody would go rogue, but I got news for you. Crazy things happen in every city in America. Yeah. Ask Barrett Robbins in San Diego yeah. how that went for him. Well, that's right. And Wayne Newton says it in the article. What happens here is this is like any other city. You know, the fact that's that exactly right. You can get a beer at four in the morning. Uh, but that's but Wayne Newton had a great quote in there as well. Uh, the other thing was. And I know Brent Musburger was big on this. The Godfather on the HBO piece years ago that they just needed to stop living in the dark ages and the shadows and realize these, how much money these guys make and you're not going to have a scandal. Like, like something would happen, a guy's going to, uh, what they were afraid of anyways, yeah. throw in a game or, or whatever, be on the take. Well, honestly, I think the last organization, well, I think maybe the NFL and the NCAA, again, if you go back years, would have been the two on my list that, it's, that I would have told you, there's no way they're going to come around to this. But then, like you said, Cornegay and the fellows over at the Westgate had them in the back room and that's when their eyes kind of open and they're like, wait a second here. So you're actually, they thought it was all like everything was trying to get rigged. Yeah. And Vegas was a part of it. And they're like, no, we're, at, we're, we're the watchdogs. They're, we're the only watchdogs that you have. Mm-hmm. We're the only state where it's legal. We don't want any funny business going on. And it's, it's part of our job is to recognize, like, remember a couple of years ago when all of a sudden this person who uh, evidently was related to Tom, Br- the connection there, Dancing all around town, trying to get massive bets down in the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna go to Tampa Bay and be the quarterback there. I want money on Tampa, and they're like, um, "You look familiar. What's your name on on the license? Mm-hmm. Who are you?" And I believe they also pointed out the scandals which were uncovered here as well. Vegas 
uncovered the Arizona State scandal. That's right. What happened with Toledo and, and all that. And, uh, and then Cornegay pointed that out, too. So once they, they came down here and realized how things worked, and bl- they were blown away by the theater set up and 2,000 people uh, at the Westgate watching uh, March Madness and what went on in the back room and, and how they, they conducted themselves. It changed their minds. And now yeah, there's no telling what we're going to get. Super yeah. Bowl, Final Four, all this, everything. And now we see how big college football is here out uh, as well. And then and we and then and the hockey team, everything. Sure. Look the look back at the comments Bettman has made over the years. I mean, there's another one. Over David Stern over my dead body. Well, we get an all-star game, and now we're, it's a matter of time before we get an NBA team. Uh-huh. Although certainly that's silver, but silver was under Stern for years. I'm nuts. I I, I can't I'm, this is nuts to me. No, I think I, I can't. I'm exactly I'm I'm with you. I echo your sentiments that this is now that we're here and it's media day tonight and the damn game's right down the street. I can't believe it. No, I know. I mean, that saying, never say never, I was literally saying never going to happen 10 years ago. There was no, even, even when I had to see it to believe it, when the owners passed the Raiders moving from Oakland to Las Vegas, I think that was in uh, March of 2017. And I was live at the time. We were doing local radio then. And when the news broke, I think it was on SportsCenter or ESPN during the show, I'm just like, I, I was almost speechless still at the time. I'm like, I can't believe this. I'm literally stunned, even though we knew at this point it was going to happen. Because mm-hmm. if you go back again, not that long ago, I had, I had uh, somebody from NFL Network, I'm not going to name names, uh, on my show back then, promoting a book. And I basically asked them about how they're afraid to like, you can't even bring up the name Las Vegas on the show. They refused to do it when they talked to Goodell. They would never even say the name Las Vegas. It was like, you know, there's a certain city out in the desert with a lot of lights and they would laugh. I'm like, how come you can't even say Las Vegas? We got into like an argument. Like, well, why, why are you arguing with me? You, you don't bring it up. It's just a fact. Mm-hmm. You refuse to say the city, the city's name. That's how afraid you are. I mean, like, this is, I don't know. And that the ad, by the way, what happens here stays here. No dice, no cards. And the one of the original copies of that, ad that really took off basically you didn't even know that they were in las vegas they didn't show a casino there was no gambling it was a uh woman who was dressed up like she was going out for the night had a silky i think it was blue blouse on and like stilettos and then she gets into a limo and uh then all of a sudden she pulls up the airport gets out of the limo and she's dressed in business attire on the phone like i'm ready to go to work Mm -hmm. like uh what just happened there yeah that's right what happens to your stays here but you had no indication that the ad was actually taking place in Las Vegas. Crazy. So here we are. Awesome that it's here. Very stoked. And uh, the consensus number remains Niners minus two and 47 and a half for a total. So we'll get into uh, some of the bets that we've added this weekend. And um, Steve Mackinnon is a very good handicapper here at VEASAN. He's had a strong year in the NFL. Very strong year. Brent uh, Musburger recently called him like the best handicapper that he knows. Find out who he likes in the big game coming up next here on VSIN. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. This segment presented by DiGiorno. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. If I hear one more person say, I like the Chiefs because I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes, I think I'm going to lose my mind, Paul. Like, you got to give me something else other than that, right? I mean, and that's just from paying attention, listening to a lot, watching a lot over the weekend. I get it. If you like KC, totally fine. A lot of people do. In fact, I've heard way more people make the case for the Chiefs and the 49ers at this point. More money has been coming in on the Chiefs, but uh, the sharp money has been on the 49ers. You got to give me something other than I can't bet against Mahomes. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like you did, like in the guy that's coming out later on, uh, what's well, going to be out tomorrow morning, you have like four or five reasons why you like the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to hear. It can't just simply be Mahomes is getting points. I have to bet that. Yeah. Yep. I haven't changed my mind. Uh, I still think the wrong team's favored. We'll see. We've talked about the uh, last eight days how respected money has been on uh, San Francisco. Uh, I have the better quarterback, the better coach the better defense, the better special teams, the better kicker, and the issues you have with Purdy. Okay, so there you go. That's a long list that I need to hear. And I wish more people would actually make the case then. And I think, you know, we've talked about how much we like Shanahan quite a bit. The clock management, the game management stuff, he's not good at it. We saw it again, you know, several times, really at the end of the first half against the Packers. It was really, really bad. He scares me as much as Purdy, like if the moment is too big. Uh, Sure. I mean, because, you know, he spit up the 10-point lead in the last meeting between these teams in the Super Bowl. Not that's all his fault. And then the 28-3 debacle when he was the OC at Atlanta, which Peter King asked him about as well. So you have that. And then uh, it's also a, a buy for Andy Reid. Andy Reid with all this time to prepare. One of the best to ever do it in NFL history with that. So all that uh, would concern me if I'm a San Francisco fan and the fact that they haven't looked apart for the last month. That's the other thing. Um, it, it's You, you got to play like you're, you belong here. And they should have got beat by Green Bay and should have lost to Detroit. Uh, another big edge on the side of KC. And you brought up the defense. It's the defensive coordinator. Spagnola is the nuts. Yes. Guy's awesome. I don't know what we're getting here with uh, Steve Wilkes current form. Clearly at this mm-hmm. point, we can say it was a major downgrade. D'Amico Ryan's, again, fantastic as a DC and in year one as a head coach proved to be exceptional. One year, I get it. But Wilkes now, there has been a drop off at defensive coordinator here for the 49ers. And you can absolutely run the ball on this team. I did notice a couple of different things with Pacheco. You made a little bit of a bet on him to win the MVP of the game. Shop around. I did find two different bets on him. One was different yardage, but one was, will he have 25 yards rushing in each half? And the other one, will he have Mm -hmm. 30 yards rushing in each half? And I think that was two to one when I saw it. His numbers around, it's hovering around 70 now at this point, Mm -hmm. and it continues to go up. Again, you want to bet, and we'll have more on this coming up in about 10 minutes, but even like the best bettors in the world are saying their strategy is to bet overs early, then come back and you bet unders later on towards game time. Pacheco now touching 70 in that neighborhood, 25 in each half, 30 in each half. Does that sound unreasonable at a plus price? I think he's the whole key to the game. I don't think it's going to be the passing attack and that Mahomes is going to lead him. I think it's going to be Pacheco gashing him on the ground and why he could have a big game and, and go for almost 100 yards. 
you, you never know. A coordinator or head coach can lose their mind. You saw it with what Monken did and, and the ridiculous game plan with Baltimore. But I think he's going to be a big part of the game plan and, and what Green Bay did with uh, Jones and how well he ran the ball and the success that Montgomery had in Gibbs. Gibbs before uh, the fumble also. The other thing is how... Uh, the arbitrage and how you can shop and just get different numbers on it, everything, which we'll get to with uh, Randy McKay coming up. But one prop Randy McKay likes, I don't, I like the other side, but he found it's a different whole ball game though. When you look at the number, he likes Purdy to complete his first pass minus 220, which he got at the Westgate on Thursday. Well, now it's some places has it $3, but he's saying it's going to be, it's a first play, make it an easy throw. And but that's you, that's random because you don't know what the uh, situation's going to be. Maybe it's run McCaffrey gets five yards, run again, and uh, maybe he gets stuffed. And now you're looking at a third and five or third and six or something, and then you don't know what situation he's going to be in. Or he's, they they stuff him a couple times as a penalty, and suddenly he's in a third and fifteen, and and here comes pressure from Spags. So it's an interesting uh, handicap and explanation for Randy. But again, another guy, Andy Isco, always likes to bet the no on that. But you're talking about an 80 cent difference. I've seen octopus as high as 18 and as low as nine, which will a player account for eight points on a drive. Uh, They also think the 49ers are going to go right down and score here. Will they score first or punt first? Scores minus 135. That's the one thing Shanahan's great at is uh, scripting plays and coming out and doing something on the first drive. I do think that number on Purdy is pretty much the highest number I've ever seen. Yeah, I've never in seen the Super Bowl right. for the first pass. Yes. I mean, it does. What Randy was saying does make a lot of sense, right? I mean, because he was shook on Christmas night against Baltimore. Two yard pass to Demo, baby. There could you be, go. Yep. Boom. In play. And then you kind of like just, okay, now I've seen it. It's like putting from five feet, right? Okay, now that one went in the hole. Now yeah. I'm good. But if it's Nerves third, are off a little bit. Right. But if it's third and eight, you're not doing that. No, no, that's exactly right. I bet this is one of your favorites to get down on, or at least discuss anyway. Found uh, some 22 to 1. Tip of the cap to Andrew, who listens every single day. He had 26 to 1. Is it that it, unlikely that, a te- that each team can score a touchdown and a field goal in each no. half? DraftKings has this for every game. And I, I, I noticed it for all the games in the playoffs where you think it's not that far fetched and not that hard to do. But the number's telling you it is. I always like the prop and, 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 and bet it will it happen for the game. Which seems that seems easy. Will each team have a touchdown and field goal for the game? Mm-hmm. But here in the first half, twenty-two or twenty-six to one, that doesn't seem that that unlikely that that would happen. Yep. And it seems very reasonable that that could occur. All right. So here is uh, who Steve Mackinnon likes. He had about a hundred and forty plus plays in the NFL this year. He hit higher than fifty-eight percent on his plays. He uh, running down all the numbers. This is all available at the website vsin.com. There's so much great content up there this week. Mackinnon points out again, 11 and one with one push ATS from a Holmes as an underdog. And in this game, the big game last 22 years, dogs are 16 and six ATS. That's 72.7%, including 12 and four ATS the last 16. On top of that, the best trend that he knows for Super Bowl betting, he's been touting this angle for probably the last 10 years. The team with the better record going into the game is currently on a 1-15 in 15 ATS skid, which we talked about last week. I still can't wrap my head around that one. 1-15 in 15 ATS for the team with a better record in the regular season. That belongs to the 49ers. And when uh, push comes to shove here, he bar- breaks it down and says he's going with Mahomes. He's going with Andy Reid. He's going to go with uh, the Chiefs plus two. He's going to put some on the money line as well. And uh, a little bit lesser lean, he says, with under 47.5 on the total in this game. That's Steve Mackin So when he was doing the simulations with his model, all that kind of jazz, it did pop up that the Niners are going to be held for under 21 points per his numbers okay. in this game. No score for six and a half minutes is $1.15. Six and a half. Not five and a half. And then he uses five and a half, six and a half, seven and a half. Which team gets the ball yeah. first and goes down the field to score? Or could it be uh, a carbon copy of what happened last week in the AFC title game where the Ravens were three and out, did nothing on offense, Chiefs get the ball, mm-hmm. they go right down and get a touchdown? Yeah. Well, I, I, would think, I think the Chiefs are going to get the ball. And uh, then I think they could shoot clock, but I wouldn't be surprised if they could kick a field goal maybe on the uh, – I played that too, first score of the game, field goal. Uh, but if Bucker could come down and nail one. But I would, both teams would take their time. And uh, I think would would chew up the five, six minutes there uh, easy, especially if you get a stop 
I don't expect the team to go three and out to start. But if you get a stop and then the other team, uh, then then they're backed up. And then that's when you could be looking at, hey, my God, will you turn your head? We're eight minutes in. Nothing's happened. And we don't have a score. But still, you'd think with these two offenses and how, how high powered they are, that that would be that's surprising that it's at six and a half, even a dollar fifteen. Have you noticed the same thing? that I did to begin this segment. And that is you're hearing many, I mean, it's like overwhelming almost that people are making the case for the chiefs compared to the 49ers. And yet here we are, came all the way, got all the way down to one. And now the Niners back to two at most spots that, you know, two and a half out there at some, mm-hmm. and it's, it's few and far between where I'm hearing people say, this is why San Francisco is going to win and why I like him so much. I want the reasoning. You know, you see the big bets, the million-dollar bets, and, 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 and what's come in all week on San Francisco. I want to see, hear the reason and the breakdown why they like them so much. Uh, we have four guests on the show today. I wonder how many. I don't, I don't know going in. I'm going to go in fresh like you are. I wonder how many are going to make the case for the 49ers. I, I'm going to say at least one. I don't think it's going to be more than two. I, don't, I, I think 50-50 at best for the 49ers. Otherwise, it's 3-1 Chiefs. That's going to be my guess. Yeah. Well, with the exception of the Super Bowl in Tampa, you have to play a perfect game to beat this guy. Yeah. You know, going back his losses, the overtime game against New, New England and Brady and the overtime game uh, to Burrow and Cincinnati. I remember. Which be- that was more on, on Kansas City losing it. Yeah. Had a big lead. Tyreek Hill before the half could have gotten in the end zone or else gotten out of bounds to save some clock there. Didn't happen. I think they were taking huh? the Bengals a little lightly in that game. Well, you don't want distractions, though. You mentioned the Barrett-Robbins thing, and now, you know, what happened with Mahomes with his dad. That's the last thing you want, too, with a distraction, what he has to deal with with horrible timing there. All right, follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we will tell you some of the reported uh, props that some of the best bettors in the world wagered on this weekend. That's coming up next. Something to make note of for future Super Bowl betting will be in this conversation. That's next here on the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. This segment brought to you by Bayer Aspirin, the official sponsor of Fans Hearts. I'm surprised uh, no one's bringing up the game two years ago when San Francisco was at home to Kansas City and Mahomes went up and down the field on him, 420 yards, three touchdowns, scored 44 points. Scantley had 111, Smith-Schuster had 124, and Kelsey had 98. Now, much has been made of the issues they've had all year offensively. But I think that's uh, something to put in your back pocket. The fact that they do whatever he wanted on the road a couple of years ago against what was supposed to be a great 49er defense. The other thing is uh, this is awesome now with the props, too. And Randy McKay's in studio tomorrow. Frank B is in studio on Wednesday. And you see when you go to these sports books at casinos, all these packets and uh, prop after prop after prop. And I know Rufus Peabody told Patrick Everson his group will have two million dollars. Not on the side or total. Nothing on the side or total. $2 million on all the props. Yeah. That's a, wild. A week ago today on the air, I said, uh, I'm probably not going to have a bet on the side or the total in this game. You looked at me sideways. What's the matter with you, Mitch? Yes, right. I still don't have a bet on either team, nor do I have a bet on the total. I probably won't. Um, but Rufus also told Patrick, yeah, you're exactly right. He and his team, they plan on having $2 million on the game. Hopefully more, he said. So that's going to be on shopping around, basically living in Las Vegas, having plenty of people involved, getting down on the prop set, stick out the most to them. And also what he said is it's a good time early, like a week ago again, Tuesday in that territory was a good time to bet overs. We've heard that from several people now, right? Uh, Pros. And he said he's going to wait, hopefully until maybe this weekend to make a lot of their bets because they want to go under then and they want the public to drive up these numbers and then come in and then go to the under on the other yeah, side. It's a great line from Frank B. What, what do you what do you want? I want nothing to happen. Sure. I'm rooting for a boring game and like Rams Patriots. That's the cuz think about that for a second. That total was around 56 57 I think during the week. I think it closed at some spots like around maybe 55 and a half. The Rams were a super efficient, high-scoring offense that year. Mm-hmm. And it was Brady and, and company. And again, that was 400-1 to one at the South Point that year. 
for the Rams to score exactly three points. And it got popped. And we were on the air that night after the game. And our buddy Fitzy came on with us. And he's like, somebody bet it. They won 100000 on it. Mm-hmm. They thought 401 was way too wide. That changed. Great bet. He also, I'd rather be lucky than good. He needed a missed field goal there from Greg the Leg that they tried with like 10 seconds left. That also changed how sports book sports books across the country now book that specific prop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like the Braves and the Twins, right? Remember when they went from worst to first that year in the World Series? And they were massive numbers before the year. Books were like for a long time. Yeah, you're not going to see those numbers on teams again. Right. Leicester City. Yeah, there's no reason to put up a prop that high because if it's whether it's a uh, 500 to one or five, that's still going to bet 500 to one. You don't have to put up 5,000 to one. The crack man prop, the one that crack likes is one at the Westgate. This one isn't this one. I I never wasn't on my radar. I never never thought of the total combined yards of all the touchdowns. And he had a good explanation that he absolutely thinks a long touchdowns in play here. Like I could get half of this on one touchdown. Right. right. If it happens because the big playability. Yeah, he basically said, look at the playmakers they have all over. I mean, both running backs, obviously. McCaffrey's a home run hitter, and then the Niners are loaded with that kind of a player. You're not falling down if if Debo has a 45-yard touchdown. Not at all. No. So he bet the over on that. Also, I thought it was interesting that Crackman said in the story that he planned on basically having no bets. He went down to the Westgate last Thursday when they opened up. He's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to show up. I do it every single year. My plan is to basically have no bets. He thought maybe three or four in that neighborhood. He had 15. By the time it was all done. So he actually surprised himself. He also took the punter for the 49ers over uh, 56, 55 and a half longest punt. And he just, he basically said he figures that there's going to be one that's uh, going to roll for a while here. That's uh, Wisnowski. This mm-hmm. would be a great question for both coaches this week for a little intel on a prop like this. It's the Super Bowl. Things have changed with special teams. Are you going to plan to have a punt returner back on every single punt? Or do you plan on maybe just like, now nah, we're not going to take that chance. We don't want the guy to muff it or anything like that, to maybe fumble, have it slip through his hands, resulting in a turnover, and then the other team has great field position. What if, what if one of the coaches would come out and say, yeah, you know what, we're thinking about that. We're tinkering with the idea of not having a punt returner back. That'd be huge for a prop like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Or will, will a punt be down inside the five-yard line, something That's along those prop. lines? Yep. That's up in several spots, too. Rufus Peabody, longest rush over 13 and a half yards by Mahomes. You had a good breakdown. This is it. Super Bowl. And now with the playoffs, everything on the line. And uh, you're not you're not sliding or, or running out of bounds as, as much as now it's get every yard. Right. And that's it seems like he gets this every time anyways. Right. And, and he How take, dangerous. He's, he's usually good for like a 20 yard run when you think about it right. in big games. And what Rufus said, too, is spot on. Right. When you look overall at the uh, yards per game rushing by Patrick Mahomes. And we did this last week. He tends to pick it up a little bit in the playoffs in big games. He is unafraid to zip down the sideline or the middle of the field. And maybe he just looks and the first two reads are not there. Feel some pressure. Bam, I got to take off, man. And he does that more come playoff time in big scenarios than he does in the regular season. Where are you at overall? How many bets did you add over the weekend? Uh, not much. I, I gave out a bunch on the show and, every, and I, I didn't add much over the weekend other than just seeing differences in numbers. Yeah, I've only added uh, a couple too. No. I, I honestly don't have a lot on the game so far. I got a couple of MVP bets. Um... That was one yep. from a couple of weeks ago on Debo before they got here at a big number, 60 to one. I did put some down on McCaffrey at plus 475. The thought is there, if the Niners win the game and they're a small favorite here, I think McCaffrey's going to have a huge game and you can run on this team. And I, I don't think the voters would be scared to give him. It, I, again, my breakdown last week was I could see a kind of a duplicate of what happened or um, another instance here of what the Rams did a couple years ago and they gave it to Cooper Cup and not Matthew Stafford in that game. I'd be surprised if Purdy wins it. I would. I, you know, I'm rooting for him. This would be a great story. Yeah. But he has so many weapons that I think it's just going to be, if he has a big game, it'll be look at what these other guys, McCaffrey or, or Debo, would do. Now, this is good. And put in the, store it in your memory bank, right? Randy McKay, over 49 and a half receiving yards for George Kittle. I mentioned the game two years ago when Kansas City scored 44 points on San Francisco and Mahomes had 400 yards and three touchdowns. In the loss, Kittle had 98 yards. It was Garoppolo. But then he also yep. referenced what happened in the last meeting in the Super Bowl uh, in the 2019 season when there was a horrendous call on a big play, a long pass to Kittle, which was wiped out by a hold. And he said, I, I think Kittle can have a big game, and he was going to have a big game in that Super Bowl. So he wants, going back to what happened two years ago, going back to the Super Bowl, 
when they met last, over 49.5 for Kittle. Thought that was a good breakdown from Randy. He also was uh, contemplating a bet on who's going to have more in a matchup, Kittle versus Kelsey. And in that game, that would have been Kittle as well if that didn't get wiped out. They, they both could go off. And there's the, right, there's that prop where they combined for 200 yards, which is a juicy return, too. Yeah. Well, I this, wouldn't be surprised. This is the most difficult part of this game in the handicap to me is that I don't know which 49ers receiver is going to be the guy. First of all, typically there is not a guy on the opposing team playing Kansas City who goes off because their secondary is so tremendous. And look at again last week with Lamar Jackson and company. Zay Flowers had a decent game. He could have had a monster game, but he also like kind of uh, killed himself in that game as well with what he did and how he operated. Um, just nor- normally there isn't like one specific guy who goes nuts and the way that he can spread it around here to those three players, not even bringing up McCaffrey in the passing game, I, I don't. It's could it be Debo? Debo means so much to the team that when he missed the three games, they lost all of them this year. When yep. he doesn't play, they're not the same team. They average around 17 points per game. When he does play, it goes up by two touchdowns. That's a massive difference. Now, it's a small sample size of how many games he's missed, but overall, that tells you that Purdy really has to have that guy out there in the field. And I think that they're going to use him early and often in this game. You mentioned maybe for Purdy, and the reason why that was bet, to have that first pass complete, underneath, short, get him going in the right direction. I also think that uh, Debo is going to get some uh, early um, attention on the ground as well. I went back and looked at mm-hmm. uh, every single box score this year for the 49ers. Seemingly, Debo got a uh, carry either on the first play of the game or like right away in the game a lot. So that will happen again in this game. I'm pretty convinced of that. In fact, I bet him I wanted to find first 49er with a rushing attempt. Still haven't found it. I want to bet Debo. So they have to get the ball. Took a little of him on 19 to 1 to have the first rushing attempt in the game. Will someone else throw a pass? Always a popular prop. Well, over two and a half players to attempt a pass. And you, you see how much gadget stuff and trick plays Kansas City runs. I think they'll do it. I made the case in previous years. I think it'd be Kansas City, right? San Francisco won't do that. Who's the guy that's going to throw it for uh, the 49ers? Uh, Yeah. We saw McCaffrey last year play quarterback a little bit when he got hurt against the Eagles. Didn't go well. Didn't Elway have to go to the bathroom though one year? Elway missed the play? Didn't Bubby Brister have to come in? Elway had to use the bathroom? Was that right? Didn't that what happened one year? I don't recall that. Right, you never know. It's something, yeah. Was that in the Super Bowl? Yeah. That was. Yeah, he goes, he had to use the bathroom. Missed like, the play. It's like Thurman Thomas. Uh, yeah, find my helmet. All right, gone. Where'd it go? <laughs> yeah, you might need that. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, Paulie is going to run down the weekend's betting action and win some, lose some. Um, they've been a March Madness darling and institution for 25 years. Are they really going to miss the tournament this year? That's coming up here on VSIN. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. 
Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Here we go. We start with soccer. Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth draw, plus 330. Wolverhampton, 5-1. to one. Barry Chelsea. Fulham draw, plus 220. Luton, Newcastle draw, plus 360. 15 of the last 18 EPL matches have gone over two and a half goals. And Liverpool Arsenal was high scoring again as well. Well, that whole card, I think it was on Saturday. I mean, it was nuts. That was. Goals for yes. Yeah. That, that was a 4 4 draw, by the way. Luton and Newcastle. Peterborough United does it again. They got beat League One, but 21 of their last 24 matches have gone over two and a half goals. I reached out to Jeff Sherman and the guys at the Westgate. Remember, we talked about this contest in August? You bet every win total. You have a. Well, that's going to go over under every team's win total in the NFL. That contest that they run, West Reynolds won it last year. Roger won it this year. He went 24 7 and 1. You have to pick everyone's win total. He won $23,000. That's what you're up against now, moving forward with that great contest, which is under the radar, but good fun. It's pretty good. Yeah, that is, that is hard to do. One. That is hard to do. New Hampshire, 4-1, to one, beat UMass Lowell in college hoops on Saturday. St. Mary's beat Gonzaga on the road, plus 175. Cincinnati beat Texas Tech, plus 170. Central Michigan, plus 340, beat Bowling Green. Penn State, plus 260, surprised Indiana. Idaho, plus 330 over Montana State. Louisville, 2-1, to one, buried Florida State. San Diego, plus 650 over Santa Clara. And Southeast Louisiana, 4-1, to one, beat McNeese State costly loss. Joe Lenardi's got him a 12 seed in bracketology. McNeese having a good year. UFC McCann by sub eight to one. Round one finish six to one. Brown by knockout six to one. Same odds uh, round one finish. Radke by knockout six to one to win in round one eight to one. Golf Neiman to win the live tournament 12 to one and Wyndham Clark because the fourth round was canceled with the bad weather as high as 100 to one closed 80 to one to win the Pebble Beach Pro-Am the big tickets Wes Reynolds had both of them here at VEASAN how does he do it I've never seen someone cast so much so many 50 70 80 to one tickets as Wes Reynolds so where do you think I'm at with the uh, level of hatred for myself today I have and gave out Wyndham Clark top 20 did not have him to win it outright. Oh, God. I mean, the guy... Smooth operator. There was a great interview where they're asking him what he thought. He goes, I was nervous, and I was thinking, "Is it? he just won a major. I mean, that was... And then what he did, shooting a 60. Well, and 11 under. Rounds, I know. But, I mean, that's a that's a stacked field, man. Yeah, right. Everybody but, was there. Sure, but for a guy who just won a major to be 100 to 1. No, that's... I know it. And, by the way, that number probably in his future, long gone now. Yeah. Yep. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Our guy Chris sent this in. This is Copper Keg, four locations in Las Vegas, the Disneyland of gaming bars, as they call it. This is the same person Friday night, same person, same machine, dealt four to the Royal, gets the jack, that's $40,000. Okay? Moments later, Right? Ah, Ace is with a kicker. Triple double. $40,000. Imagine you went 80000 in a span of 10 minutes. Same Same person, same machine. Now, is it the same person who won a $40,000 jackpot months ago and then left and gave it all away the same night? I think that was someone else. Okay. That's right. That is is sick. (laughs) That is. How about that? that? And then, again, and then Chris, who works there... Has the shift, gets off, says, eh, I'm going to try Kino. Bam! $16,000. <laughs> what 
which yes, the employees are allowed to play. They are at, yeah. at where you were. Clearly, work. yeah. And that is, and sometimes you think that the, the Disneyland of gaming bars. Wow. That's incredible. That's all in one night. And imagine people will be blown away by what bartenders make in Las Vegas. Well, there's someone. Not that she walked. That person walked away with eighty thousand. But hey, you won $80,000. What do you think she's leaving for a tip? Well, and again, the reason why they call it that, or you're calling that right now, the Disneyland of this right spot for a local bar. How many spots, Paul, you've been here for a long time. You've played a lot of video poker, as have I. How many spots do you know off the top of your head at a local bar are they offering $10 denominations? That's true. Good point. That's, uh, that is risky business, no doubt. Mark Cuban wins some. What did he do after he sold his first company? He called up one of the airlines and says, I want to travel uh, lifetime pass, right? And there's something, and they threw a number at him. The first thing I did was I closed the deal. I went to an Italian restaurant. He goes, I'm calling American Airlines. I want a lifetime pass. They said, okay, $125,000. I sold my first company for $2 million. I got the lifetime pass for me and anybody else to go anywhere we want first class for the rest of our lives 125,000 money well spent that was that's brilliant when you think about it what yeah, he did yeah. and at the time how many times he would use it but certainly that was worth so much damn you get money. a buddy pass to go but along was, with it the, yeah. no, okay, how about yeah. that how good is that had he played no doubt now you mentioned this one lose some gonzaga lost at home saturday to saint mary's the last time they missed the tournament was 1998 they go to Kentucky Saturday. They're not going to have many opportunities now to get big wins playing in the West Coast. They're going to have to win the tournament out here. Pretty much. Unless they can beat Kentucky. That's what it's going to boil down to. Uh, Lenardi last check had them like basically last four out. But that was before the loss. That was before the loss of St. Mary's over I the know. weekend. Yeah. So it's been. Not much on the resume. It's been a generation now. It's been quarter century here. Yeah. That magical run to the Elite Eight started in 1999. Yep. Also, we lost Carl Weathers, 76 years old. Oh, that what a resume and what a blow. The emotional, what Stallone said on Instagram, Apollo Creed, Lando Calrissian, Star Wars, Mandalorian, Happy Gilmore, Predator. Action Jackson. And what a resume. Oh, and he was just he was just in the last uh, season of Mandalorian. Uh, did and you watch the, uh, this made the rounds on social media over the weekend, his entrance in Rocky? Oh, yes. Before he took on... J- James Brown. Drago. Uh, yes. Oh, so good. That was good. Um, yep. he, he was, somehow he was like wildly underrated, I think, overall. And just, I mean, to do what he did as Apollo Creed and to have mm-hmm. that iconic role under his belt and other roles like Predator. But then he turns around, he does Happy Gilmore. And Adam Sandler comes out with a tweet and basically says he's an unbelievable human being. I know. Like the comedic stuff. Did you, you Were you an Arrested yeah. Development fan? Uh, early on. Yeah, the but first did, yeah. So he was in that. Like, the acting know. lessons, it makes a good stew. Sure. <laughs> well, yeah. A lot of range, no doubt. One lose some video. How about a Rottweiler? We love Rottweilers. Here's the little guy sitting down. All right, I'm excited. I get my lunch now. And then the owner playing games, looking for the reaction, shakes it, and only one pebble comes out. One piece of food. And the, <laughs> the look on his face. You got to be kidding me. I'm starving here. I want lunch. What kind of a sick joke is this? There's got to be more coming up in the bowl here. And the look on his face is uh, priceless when there's only one, one piece of dog food that comes out. Give me a break. Horrible beats over the weekend, as always. How about if you had Temple yesterday? How'd that feel? They were catching 10. They lost by 12 in overtime to Tulane. I had this, Drake plus six against Indiana State. Game was on ESPN2, a fantastic finish. The game was tied with a minute left, and Drake was at the free throw line. They lost by seven in regulation. Yeah, yeah. How does that happen? I, I mean, oh. these endings in college basketball, man, they will drive you insane. Luton, 5-1. to one. We mentioned against Newcastle, they led 4-2, 4-4 four, four draw. And Tottenham, plus 120. They allowed a goal in the 94th minute against Everton. This part of the show brought to you by 1-800-Flowers.com. DraftKings official flower for Valentine's. That's your big boy. Come heavy for Valentine's. Get up there, 1-800-Flowers.com. Great job, guys. Uh, more difficult reservation. Getting a good spot in Las Vegas at a great restaurant this week with the Super Bowl or next week for Valentine's Day? Valentine's. Probably right. I called one place two weeks ago. Eh, we're, 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 you can't get anything for the next four months. I go, what, the, day, the night before Valentine's and the night after? No, fully committed. I go, mm. get out of here. No, and that's going to be... F- Four months out 
Okay. Come on. Do you follow any restaurants on you? My guess is you don't like no. on Instagram. Well, there was a spot called the French Laundry. <laughs> oh yeah. In Napa yeah, Valley. Okay, this will be good. Okay. So it's elite has been for 30 years. They put on Instagram the first of every single month. Now's your time to get reservations for like two months down the road. You, and you have that window during that day to get reservations. And by the end of the day, they're completely booked. I mean, it's impossible to get re reservations. Mm -hmm. there. Impossible. Yeah. That's what you have to do. I mean, if you don't have anything lined up for this week, coming to town for the Super Bowl, you're completely out of luck at this point. How are you going to get a reservation without knowing somebody now? At a high-end, super, like whatever, like popular restaurant, not going to happen. Yep. And like every popular chef in the world has at least one restaurant out here. So you know that those are going to be the go-to spots. Maybe I use my Hollywood connection, right? Because I'm going to think of it. We had dinner with Bobby Farrelly, Dumb and Dumber, something about Mary. It was Golden Steer. This is the spot that you were fully committed four months out. Golden Steer, which is iconic. Oh. But that's, uh, that's also, yeah, forget about it. Right up next, longtime NFL handicapper and friend of the show, Lou uh, Finicaro, is going to join the program. Some bettors will tell you this is a mortal sin, not Lou. He loves making this bet. Find out what it is next here and follow the money. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.